I cry, I come across like it's alright, but I'm losing my mind. No, I can't change my three, two, change my one. Do you know what it's like? To know that no one will ever know what it's like. To carry on, cause I have to. To look in the mirror, not in shame, but to know that there's nobody there. Nobody cares. I talk to myself cause nobody else will. Nobody will understand. You won't fucking get it, no matter how. Hello and welcome to Burbeck and Garrison. Burbeck and Garrison. You sound just no, you sound just like sauce when you do that. Burbeck and Garrison. Welcome back, guys. We have a special. Hey, welcome to Burbeck and Garrison. We have. We have a special guest for tonight. We have Maddie Boy. Wow, that's that was that's what kind of high shit. tech sound effects we're working with. You wasn't expecting that. I don't no, know. I was expecting that. <laughs> I think last the first time you came, we still had the rabbit dick for the mic, huh? Yeah. The first uh, we didn't even have the studio. <laughs> like what? No. We had the studio. We did it upstairs. And didn't yeah. we have just like one little feather mic? I don't remember. It was hanging out of a cup. I'm pretty sure we did, bro. Because you were like hanging one of those screwdrivers. I remember what I had for breakfast. You guys were asking about something five months ago. That was longer than that. You said you remember what you had. You don't remember. What I don't. Right. <laughs> he doesn't even remember how the line goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said I don't remember what I had for breakfast, didn't I? No, damn. You already forgot what you said. <laughs> I should have smoked before I got here, huh? Hell yeah. That's how the father the life is treating you. Huh? That's how the father life is treating you? Father life treats me very good. Well, I can't imagine how you do that shit, bro. Fuck no. For our viewers that know, we've congratulated him a couple times, but he did just have two twins and now has multiple five children in the house. Do you hear that? Yeah, that's one of the babies in the back. Stop our ba- that our racket. You wake the baby. The <laughs> Stop that racket. You wake the baby. <laughs> you Stop can... pinching that kid. You can grab Man. him if you want, Unc. Pappy could settle his little ass down. Old Pappy oh, Van Winkle. Oh, yeah. He just wanted to sit up. He's good. <laughs> He's spoiled just like his uncle. You ain't lying. So today we wanted to do something special. He is releasing a song from his album a little early on Jay's birthday. That's right. Big things on eleven eighteen. And we kind of want to just go through the song and talk about it. So we'll start off with that, and then we'll go deeper into your music and being a dad and whatnot. Having 15 children and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. All right, I'm going to press play on the beginning, and then um, you guys tell me whenever to stop it, okay? All right. No matter how I try, you won't fucking get it. No matter how I try, stuck in this hopelessness, I'm anxious to die. I've taken your pills, I've tried all your poisons, my anxiety spikes. I become more reclusive, speak of my issues, then I do it again. Then they tell me I'm crazy cause the pills work for them. Repeat my behaviors cause I miss all my friends. The ones with my nightmares, the ones with my fears. <clears throat> Hold up, let's... let's uh... We'll, we do we'll that? Start, yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to send Ron the, the lyrics. No, these are part of it, but I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, the mom part because how I Oh, you screenshotted that? that? Okay, okay. Okay, but we're going li- to, make sure you listen because yeah. we're going to pause it randomly and then talk about that too. Well, then I'm going to follow it then. Perfect. <laughs> Let me see if Lily will help you with that little pumpkin head. No, 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 you're yeah. good. Uh, I'm just going to redo that so when I started playing the song. Yeah, ask her if she will. There yeah. might be one in the fridge still. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. You won't fucking get it, no matter how I try Stuck in this hopelessness, I'm anxious to die I've taken your pills, I've tried all your poisons My anxiety spikes, I become more reclusive Speak of my issues, then I do it again Then they tell me I'm crazy cause the pills work for them Repeat my behaviors cause I miss all my friends The ones with my nightmares, the ones with my fears We don't, 
We got to work out that whole pause thing a little bit. Why okay. it doesn't automatically do it? No, I'm just pausing it. Oh. Do we want to redo it one more time? No, I think we're. So is it going to restart when we press like press play? No, no it's going to start where, where, right where I stopped yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But do you guys want me to? No, just... I was going to say because like that. Uh, like if you're following along to the lyrics, that shit where I say that. Um, Speak of my issues, then I do it again. Then they tell me I'm crazy because the pills work for them. Was inspired by Jay because I've always talked about like these fucking how the medications make me feel and all that type of shit. And he's like, Bro, you're crazy. That shit's in your fucking head. Like, because, uh, are you talking about like, um, depressive yeah, medications? Anti anxiety, depression, right. uh, oh, word. how I, I say like you, we feel like the pills are like fucking with you. Yeah. Yeah, but blood. I mean, recently I don't, and I don't know if this is accurate or not. But the fucking, because uh, they did like a test on my esophagus yeah, or whatever, yeah. and that shit was all fucking swollen, and um, it, they said it was like an allergic reaction, and then I stopped taking that fucking Paxil, and the shit went away. Damn. So it's like, but the 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 thing is, man, it's like it trips me out because even like the um, when you go and talk to doctors, it's like I feel like they. Do like a, a blanket, um, what's it, diagnosis on yeah. people. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, for sure. okay, well, I read in this book that these are the symptoms and uh, we <clears throat> give you this and this is going to make you okay. And I feel like not, not everybody's going to deal with what I, they're I going through. I feel bad for people who have any serious medical issue, man, because... It doesn't take that long for you to start losing faith. You're like when you're younger, you think these doctors know fucking everything. They're a doctor, right? It's your safe place, bro. You you feel like you you're gonna go there and your issues are gonna get resolved. Yeah, and then as soon as they start, when when you go to them with some issues and you start realizing that they're just kind of throwing darts because you know usually they like you're saying sure. they just kind of dude that shit starts fucking with you a little bit. I remember I was like 12 and went in for my period problems and they literally were like. We're going to have you fill out this paper. And it was about being depressed. And I literally went in for period problems. And they told my mom, oh, yeah, take her to psych. So she, like, so wow. she can get. And my mom was like, yeah, for sure. And we left. And I was like, I'm not taking you to fucking psych. And in my head, I was like, I just went there for period problems. They just diagnosed me with fuck? depression. Because yeah. there's money in treating depression. Oh, hell yeah. That shit, it's weird, man. It's like uh, the shit you go through when you're dealing with stuff like that, man. It's like. Um, <clears throat> you know how. Uh, that house, the the doctor show house. Yeah, bro, it's it's almost like CSI. Like you think motherfuckers really be putting all these things together, bro, and and they just don't. Like if you have like some kind of like not easily diagnosable shit going on with you, if it ain't real general, that's like very easy to be. Oh, it's this. It's a process of elimination, bro. bro. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. They're literally throwing darts. <clears throat> when I had that little blind spot in my eye, bro, that shit. Man, I started thinking none of these motherfuckers even know what's wrong with my eye. Because I had to go to, like, two different specialists after I had already went to a couple, like, normal eye doctors. Um, I know you did time. In prison, did they, like, help out with any, like, um, depression? Like, with depression no, meds only, and stuff like I only, that? uh, tried to do anything like that at the very, very end of my, um, sentence. Because the end of my sentence, the last, like, two years was the worst time I've ever done in my life. Because I, you know, like, in the feds, they got this little thing where they, um, like, if you have other charges pending, mm -hmm. that I, you obviously won't know if you have the other charges pending. But these fools will come pick you up the day that you get released. Damn. You that's know what fucked I mean? up. Man. So, like, when you go to uh, receiving and release, or maybe it's receiving and um Depart. I know one in state prison, it's R&R, &R, and in feds, it's R&D. I can't remember which one's which, but you'll go down there thinking you're going home, and then, like, the state people will be there to pick you up. So with all the shit that was going on with all of our people out here, I was yeah. like, I never believed that I was going home. So it was like, um, because I went to state prison for the, the battery on a police officer, which I know that... My attorney told me that it wasn't going to be a strikeable offense, which saved me because when I went to the uh, feds, if you had a violent crime, you couldn't get the year off. Mm. So, but in my mind, 
even after they told me, you qualify, I was like, there's a mistake. This is, this is never going to happen. They're never going to allow it because I fucking, I went to prison, state prison for uh, battering a police officer. You know what I mean? I just like never, I never believed that I was going to get the year off. And then to top that off, I was like, with all the other shit that was going on with everybody we was running around with, I was just like, yeah. dude, it was just stacking. And it was like, the closer I got home, the worse I felt. To where it was like, um, bro, I became like the most reclusive person on the planet, man. I would sit in my cell and write and read. I, I didn't interact with very many people. But, um, I mean, the people that I was close with, it's just like the same thing out here is how I get down. I mean, I'll go and interact with the people that I'm close with. But then after that, it's like I just want to be home and alone. I felt like that's where you started getting good at writing was it was yeah it was like we didn't realize it at the time but it was more like poetry because yeah. it wasn't writing it's like, like spoken word because yeah. i i didn't um i couldn't rap to a beat at that time but i asked the uh the um not pn because <laughs> we had like the the head of the whole drug program was like a doctor right so I went to him and was like, man, I'm, this anxiety <clears throat> shit is fucking with me hella bad, man. I, I feel like I need something to, to, uh, to help me because it's crippling me. And he sent me down there for some fucking medication, man. They put me on some medication. That, but I'm like super sensitive to medications yeah, too, man. So. so I'll fucking take that shit and it'll make me feel like I'm fucking like, um, like the best way for me to explain it is like, when you drink a monster for the first time or like a, a pre, mm. pre, uh, pre-workout, pre-workout. Mm. you know, you get the yeah. jitters and you just feel like uh, really f- fucking, <coughs> it's hard to explain, man, but it's like I you don't just, feel yeah, right. I did just think you were mind fucking that because it'd be like everything. It would be like kind of like if you took anything, you'd kind of feel it like side effects basically. And I'd be like, damn, man, you're, you're just. Bro, man, you know that shit just, started with the Tegretol. Yeah. Like, uh, the, um, that might have like created all the sensitivity. Bro, and then I seen a doctor, and I'm telling you, I seen a doctor in San Quentin because they started giving me the generic <coughs> medication. And, uh, the, the neurologist there that came, he was like, dude, the only people that are sensitive to, from like a non generic to a generic medication are people with seizures. Do you so, have, you and you have seizures? Yeah. I, I remember? Yeah. I used to. But I feel like they was um, like drug induced or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, so so far, um, listening. I mean, I can kind of tell that it's talking about your anxiety and depression. Do you think prison is the reason you have a lot of that today? Well, I think I think that the seizure shit probably has a lot to do with it too. You know what I mean? Fucking. Um, that's another thing I read about. Like people that um, are actually. Like maybe they and they worded it like this in the book that I read, man. It was like if you're a kid that is like in the cool crowd or whatever, you know what I mean? Maybe you're an athlete or whatever, but um, and then you start having seizures like the mental shit, the mental stuff that that does to you is like more so it's like more extravagant in a person like that than it is that a kid's like a loner or something. You know what I mean? Because, Because why? I don't think it elaborated on that, but in my opinion, it's like... Uh, Did it make you feel weaker? Fuck yeah. And it's like, it, and when I went to prison, state prison, the shit was enhanced even more so. Because here I am, I get to the yard, and uh, you know, people know me, they know of my family and everything like that. So I'm automatically put in on like a... a you're putting front center. Yeah, you know on a mean? pedestal yeah. or whatever, however you want to say it. But then, here I am. I have to go in the morning with the fucking J-Cats and in the, and the <laughs> evening and sit in the fucking pill line with the motherfuckers that are walking sideways. Mm. Bro, and that shit just ate at me and ate at me and ate at me. And I was like, man, I don't belong over here with these motherfuckers, man. And it just fucking brain fucked me. And I feel like... I feel like... uh Depression has a lot to do with being able to rebound. You know what I mean? Like you have a little incident and you, you bounce back from it. You know what I mean? You, you're able to forget about it and keep pushing. But 
in my situation, I felt like it just kept going. You know, every day, every morning, I had to go stand in these lines. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm better than these people. Don't get me mixed up. But like in, in my young mind, 21 years old or whatever, I'm looking at these fucking J-cats and I'm like, bro, this shit just hurt me, man. Could, I was like... Could you, could you, before you had an episode of depression, could you feel it coming nah, on? No, I Did didn't even know, know what it was. It was. Because I, I too have uh, depression and anxiety really bad. Like even Jay was surprised that I went to the the Zach Brown concert Sunday because I can't stand being around a lot of people. I get real weird. Bro, that shit fucks me up and to then, like a whole nother level. And then I'll start feeling weak, and so I'll get violent because of it. And but I I got it pretty good now. Is where I can feel it coming. Like I know it's coming. Like something's happening in me, and I can try to. Usually, you know what I do, man, for anxiety, man? I eat. If I feel the anxiety coming, I'll fucking start stuffing my face, and it fucking takes it away for some reason. Maybe That's like cool that you got, on. like, a little coping mechanism. Mm. Yeah, I found that, um, I found that actually driving to Brentwood one day. I, <laughs> I pulled over at a Rayleigh's, went into the produce department. I was starting to anxiety out, you know, that feeling where you... That cold shit? I get cold, man. My mm-hmm. fucking... My teeth start chattering, Man, my I, fucking hands I and just feet get, get real, like, cold. You know, I'd start getting real jittery and, and like just real wiry and shit. And I just fucking ran into fucking Rayleigh's. <laughs> and the first thing that was there was the produce. And I just started smashing all this fucking fruit down right there in the fucking, <laughs> right there. It's like, I'll mean? pay for it, it later, I swear. And shit, man, and fucking, you know, like, and then it started bringing me back. And fucking, that's how I started dealing with that. I need that, fucking that, hot that showers. That depression's a motherfucker, though, boy. Mm. But I can I can feel that coming on too. I know like the signs of what's happening to me. No, nah, you, you, it's crazy as fuck too, man. Because like I deal with anxiety and depression and shit as well, and I think a lot more people do than they even talk about it. You know what I mean? Because like when I first started dealing with like having fucking full blown panic attacks, like I thought I was dying. You know what I mean? I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, that's yeah. But it, yeah. it, it is. And then, yeah. then you're like, you're trying to search it up, and everything you see says that you're dying, basically. You know what I yeah. mean? And you feel crazy. You're like, yeah. everybody's telling you, nah, you're good, you're good. You know what I mean? And I think, like, just for a normal person going through that type of experience on the outside, like, yeah, you're fucking tripping. You don't know what the fuck's going on. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine, like, being stuck in, in a place where it's like you can't really just, like, take a moment to go and fucking, you know, walk it off or fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, find a space where you could just be alone and fucking really deal with that shit. Like, it, you're or stuck put yourself in a position to where you look vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. Like, well, you can't tell everybody, like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm yeah. freaking out. I'm she having a panic like, attack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, guys, yeah. I'm freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Can I'm you having, guys all chill I'm out? I'm having an anxiety quiet? attack right I'm, now. I need some space. They'd yeah. be like, what the, when, the fuck are you talking when about? When did you first um, recognize this in yourself? Like, at what age? Fuck, it's been since I came home, man, that I finally yeah, realized really that the fucking that shit, man. That the, uh, like, what I was dealing with was, like, anxiety, man, because, like, fucking, um, it's, bruh, and I know every time that I even think about this, I know that it sounds fucking stupid, but the best I've ever slept was in prison, you know what I mean? So, and the worst I ever slept was also in prison, but it's, like, in there, the structure of it all, like helped me you know what I mean I knew when I was going to bed I knew when I was getting up I knew every fucking thing there was no like unpredictability no, you, the decisions are gone you the, just you exactly. know when you're eating you know when you're sleeping you've got a wake up time it's hella consistent so, you're programming and then you get this false hope of once you get home everything's gonna be fucking perfect mm. you know what I mean and and then uh, you start getting all these responsibilities man and um it's like that earlier when I was saying, like, I feel like people that are starting to dig themselves into a hole have to be able to dig themselves up out of the hole. And then I came home and I just kept going lower and lower and lower and lower and lower yeah. to where the That's point what depression is, though, where like I you, couldn't pull myself yeah. out of it. You know, and it's like even uh, like in the song, man, do I say that? In, I thought, I thought uh, something want. about the kids. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, now but, you only feel right. With my kids right next to me or whatever, but it's like, uh, I know that a part of me thought that me having kids would, like, pull me out of it, man. It'd be, like, the Mm. part of my life that I was missing. I'm going to press play so we can get to that part and continue on. It's at the the very end, though, I think, but... (laughs) 
I know there's, I, there's another song that I, I did where I was saying thought kids would help me better. Now I question myself. It's the one that I'm releasing on your mom's uh-huh. birthday, but it's like, um, so uh, like after I had uh, Matthew, it was like I, I, I feel like I dug myself even deeper because when Matthew was born, my first thing, like everybody, you know, when you read a book, oh, they come out. And it was just the happiest moment in my life and mm. uh, instant love. And there's like no other love you could feel like that of a child. And for me, it wasn't like that. Mind and I was looking like, at this motherfucker like, man, is he OK? <laughs> is he going to be OK? He is he going to have stress. seizures? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like fucking just dug me even deeper and deeper. And even now, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, fuck, bro. Uh, um, I mean. Bro, there's been times when I thought about, like, fuck, man, uh, how would I live without my kids now? And I feel like another part of, uh, like, the fear is, like, making myself vulnerable, you know what I mean? Like, giving my all into this little creature that I made, and what happens if this, <laughs> what happens if this thing is taken away from me? You know what I mean? So I think maybe it's like a, a self-defense mechanism where... Somewhere in my fucking subconscious mind, it's protecting me. It's like fucking pulling me back because I don't want to put myself into that position to be fucking devastated. You know, it's like, but everything, it it always, like I have that mind, bro, that just doesn't ever stop, which is like the writing at the end of my sentence helped me because it gave me something to think about and I thought about it nonstop at all times I was always thinking about music about something to to write and it I think that that shit kept me from going completely crazy man I'm gonna um, continue on now everyone focus on the lyrics oh hold on let me grab my shit up <laughs> hold on now excuse me stop the show for me one second please <laughs> no I'm not good at this like doing time but it makes me forget like being a criminal is the place where I fit I only felt alive out here hustling Now I only feel alive with my kids right next to me My in- So that kind of talks about what you just talked about And um, just your <clears throat> prison time And Yeah, I couldn't imagine going away and being this person And then coming out and you're way older now And you have to like kind of get out of that mindset That you went into prison with Because now you're older and like you yeah, does it have like think about how fucked up mentally you have to be when when you get arrested for all the dope that I like when I got arrested my only fucking uh, gripe and I in my heart I knew I was never coming home you know what I mean I was like this is it for me this is you can't come back from this much dope and the only fucking thing that I thought about was like not being able to have kids like, when my attorney came to see me, this fool was like, uh, I didn't even sit down. I was like, hey, does the feds have conjugal visits? And he was like, we're not, we're not there yet. And I was like, I am. And he's like, they don't have them. And I was just like, man. It wasn't even the thought of me throwing my whole life away and spending the rest of my life in prison. The fucking, I'm sitting there thinking like, fuck, man, I'm never going to have kids. But that's like goes to show how how we were raised, man. It was like almost like in my mind somewhere I was like me spending the rest of my life in prison is what's going to happen. And and fuck, the only thing that I was thinking about was not having fucking kids, man. Do you think that's why now you have 15 kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Got a small village. Yeah. I think that also like, you know, that coming back to like your thoughts on like always feeling something's going to go wrong though too you know always having that like in the back of your mind is like growing up in an environment where everything's so fucking you you can't depend on the next day you know what i mean like you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen everything's so inconsistent like you know what i mean so you always grow up with that in your mind every every part of your life in that uh when you grow up like that is like um can be cut off like that so imagine being like best friends with somebody you grew up with this dude your entire life and then this dude does something wrong and you you have to deal with it however you deal with it i mean you you could be like fucking having to hurt your best friend you know what i mean and, and cut him off and cut him off whatever 
And and no matter what anybody says, that shit bothers you. You know what I mean? It, no matter how fucked up of a thing this person may have did, that shit bothers you. For sure. Or it changes you for the worry. You end it up changes you for the worst. Developing these Fuck things yeah. to where you're just like, like callous to everything. Bro, I had a partner of mine from uh, Wyoming, and he told me one time, he was like, Maddie, I've never seen anybody be able to cut people off the way you do. It's like this person could do the slightest thing, and it's just like you're cold. You could be road dogs with this dude, lifting weights with them, doing everything, eating with this motherfucker, and the minute that something is... In the gray area, it's like you act like you you ain't never had a friendship with the dude. Abilities got me split in the custody. I pull people in, then I push them away from me. I'm losing all hope. I laugh when I cry. I come across like it's all right, but I'm losing my mind. No, I can't change my change my past. She's cold, man. Yeah. I've been running all my life as fast I can. Been running away from the pain I caused. It's hard to believe that I'm still standing here at all. So I pray, I pray you forgive me now. I pray you won't leave me now. I pray you forgive me now. That's it. Like I'm, I'm losing all hope. I laugh when I cry. I come across like it's all right. That's like one of the most frustrating things for me, man. It's like when I try to tell people, man, I'm, I'm going through some shit, and they're like, "You don't seem like you're going through no shit. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to seem?" <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, some people ain't good at hiding it, bro. And some people fucking really, do. yeah, bro. It's it's uh. I don't want to say it, it's not a gift. Maybe it's not a gift. It's like it's a, a curse. curse. Yeah, because mm-hmm. nobody's really like believes it or something. Yeah. But it's they funny. look at you like, man, this dude's got it all together. Why is he even talking about this? You know yeah. what I mean? He don't know what kind of struggles we're going through. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like well, fucking. I think some people think like depression or like you necessarily have to have something to be depressed about. And I remember like when I was going through my depression, that's what pissed me off so much. Cause I'd be like, I have a roof over my head. I have a fucking amazing family. What the fuck am I upset about? Like, and I kept telling myself this and I was like, what the fuck? But it doesn't have to be necessarily something like you have a fucking, an amazing family. Now you have a great home and but, you're doing your dream, but that doesn't mean your depression just, ends. I think it's residuals from that lifestyle, bro. And fuck it's it almost like the, you and, just, and like, our parents, and you just Bro. never, you, you think it's like you get removed from that environment and then all of a sudden you could just be like everybody else in this new normal environment. But bro, if you're taught your whole life, like you're, you're just talking about, fuck dude, you can't really show our, is it cool to just be hella scared in a scary situation? You got to hide that shit. If you're fucking sad about some shit around a group of people who really don't fucking embrace that kind of behavior. You just hide that shit. But they it's, don't embrace it because they think it's, it's showing some kind of weakness, weakness. or something. It's, yeah. it's a uh, dude. That's, that's like the, the thing about depression and anxiety, man. I think that even the, um, even the people that don't consider themselves strong, strong are reluctant to talk about it because it's like one of them things like, yeah, I mean, it's like you know how I was talking about the people in the line. These motherfuckers are J cats. The motherfuckers over here taking heat meds. Motherfucker, I was all, mm. <laughs> that's what I, that's what these motherfuckers are now giving me. You know what I mean? It's like, and at the time, I'm like, I don't fucking belong with these motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, I, it's uh, it's funny, man. Like you know, I, I asked you uh, when did you when did this show up in you? You know, and you said what? I started noticing it. When I came home, so within the last eight years, you know, I've always noticed it myself. <laughs> Even when I was a kid, I knew there was something wrong. I didn't know what it was, but I always felt odd and I felt different, always. And and I think it had something to, with the way I was raised and all that. But then, but and it, it wasn't something like I could go to my my dad was a fucking man, and uh, right who did, who did two tours in World War Two, and this motherfucker was looked like Popeye the Sailor Man. He was a tough motherfucker. And this isn't something you can go to your dad and talk about. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he'd be like, 
But bro, I was never sober as a kid. I was never sober. I started getting high when I was eight. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't that young. But I mean, how old was we started smoking bro, weed and shit was, like that? Fuck, at, bro, you was when? What? How old were you at Thunder Road? Thirteen. Thirteen at a rehab, bro. So yeah, you was from yeah, meth. Thirteen. Oh, bro. Good God. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but so, uh, like, I feel like a lot of the um, effects from like mental illnesses come. Like you have to be sober for a little while, you know what I mean. You have to come out and and start readapting. And I never did that until this time. I always came home and uh, did like when I came home from the four years. I got out, got out in September. By November, I was we was going crazy. God, I was fucking yeah party, going hard, party, bro. Yeah, I remember. So like I never. I never had the chance to be able to settle in to like who I am mm. as a sober yeah. person, man, without drugs and without selling drugs because, bro, getting high from uh, doing drugs and getting high from selling drugs is almost the same, man, because you still get that rush. That rush. It's distracting you from everything else. So it's like you don't have a chance to like uh, be alone with your thoughts, man. You don't mm -hmm. have the opportunities to not have hella people around you. And I, it's a, that's another thing, bro. I grew oh, up bro. having everybody around me looking at me like I was something special. You know what I mean? So it's like... That shit used to drive me bananas. <laughs> this fool had to have somebody at the house at all fucking times, But man. that's probably probably fucking my mental thing, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like doing we little things friends, that you're not aware we, of. Yeah, we would have friends that basically lived with us. It would be like, at fuck, man. Like it went from like Mikey to Timmy to fucking Bubba, pretty much being there all the time. Yeah. Justin and John would be there for fucking little stray. It was like just always just motherfuckers there at the house. There was that sh that house was never empty. Yeah, I think that's yeah. man. That's one of the things too. Like like you said, man. Like when you have a moment to really like sit with that shit. You know what I mean? Like even it, it, when you say like when you was in prison, like you're not sitting with those uh -huh. emotions, those traumas, all that shit. No, you're like. Fuck it, I gotta be on guard. I gotta be, you know, I have to be here. You yeah. know, I have to be present. I can't think about all the shit that I got going on. You know what I mean? So like when you came home and you finally fucking had a moment to where you're like, look, none of that shit is in my fucking mind frame. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Now I'm really thinking about all of this shit. And it builds up, man. And that's when fucking shit hits you and then fuck, you start pe really people fucking. People don't wanna do that, bro. Nah, that's people, the hardest that's fucking what thing I think ever. that's why a lot of people use drugs and shit. You don't fuck, wanna just yeah. sit at home bored nah. and just Or you go it, back to you doing start crime. drinking or I'm a firm believer, bro, that the the recidivism or what's mm -hmm. it? Residuals? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> to keep going back to yeah. prison. Yeah. I think that people do that because they come out here and realize that, man, this shit ain't is uh easy as i thought it was gonna be you know what i mean and you start fucking um the responsibilities the trying to deal with all the everyday life stuff scared of that fuck shit. yeah you get scared of it and you're like fuck this i'm gonna go get high or i'm gonna go pick up the bag i'm gonna start selling dope that part where you said like uh you didn't know who you were you know when you were when you got sober i, I had that same feeling i didn't know what the fuck yeah who i was or anything i didn't know anything <clears throat> what i liked or nothing bro never yeah our whole fucking life. Yeah. I was 37 years old before I actually, like, I was, came home and stayed sober. I was 39 when I fucking got sober. <laughs> and fucking, it's true what you said, man. I had no fucking clue of who I was. Yeah. You know? That shit's deep, man. It's, um... it's. I feel like it's one of them things, man, that people will never probably fully understand. But, uh... I don't know. I know I think about that shit a lot. And I know that, like, in, I, I honestly believe that depression and anxiety and all that type of shit is something that comes from your parents. You know, I, I feel like they say, like, um, addictions and shit like that is hereditary. Like, it could pass from yeah. one general. Mm -hmm. Addictive personality. But I think the addictive personality is a person's way of trying to hide from um, depression and anxiety. And you, mm. you have a parent that's whole, like, everything about them hinges upon money and material mm. things mm. and like you grow up Bro. getting these material things and like everything hinges upon money and like what you get for christmas or what you get for your birthday and uh. <clears throat> there's a, a crazy little experiment that these people did that shit the uh like 
I don't know which there's a, a term for, but basically like you, the things you inherit from your parents, that shit could be one generation. They did this study mm. on mice, man, and they had a sound. They would they would play a sound of these mice, and uh, after that sound, they would do something that that gave them pain. I don't know if it like shocked them. They yeah. did something to these mice. The kids, the offspring, were never introduced to that pain, but when they were played that sound, they got scared. Like that's mm. one generation, dude. Yeah. Bro, that that <clears throat> shit that's passed from uh, one generation to the next is fucking bro. You know that real. you know that baby chickens will cower from a the reflection of a hawk uh like a fake hawk yeah. The, yeah the very first thing they come right out their first experience outside if they put a fake yeah. uh, shadow yeah. of a hawk over there and they they cower they try to get away they put a pigeon or something over there it doesn't do nothing yeah well you gotta think i mean fucking just, just us knows. as humans you know i mean like fucking we have instincts and shit that are from fucking when we were oh, in yeah. caves Hell and yeah. shit you know what i mean but I, that is something like that's crazy because like you you think about Depression, anxiety, and shit. These are things I didn't even fucking hear about until I was, yeah, you know, teenager, or a little bit older. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I come from a different generation than yeah. you guys, but still, it's like from generation to generation, like behind my generation, <laughs> fucking nobody talked about Hell depression no. and nobody nah, talked about anxiety. That was never a thing. It's like, man, you suck at the fuck up. Be yeah. a man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Stop that shit. In the I 70s. never saw a kid have any anxiety. Dude, when I was growing never. up, nobody said and, and who knows how many motherfucking little well, kids were dealing we, with that struggle. shit. We, didn't, know, look, we yeah. didn't even know what that shit was in the 70s. There wasn't a name for that shit. We was, was all high, bro. My dad had the cure for everything, bro. He had the, My dad had the cure for everything. It was in his backhand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You backhand. It reminds me of, um, do you remember when Adeline was little and she'd get anxiety she'd say yes. my nail broke and then like one of the when Nova finally started talking mm-hmm. Uncle Jay started talking to Nova and Nova said my nail broke and Uncle Jay was like what the fuck yeah. because it was the same thing that Adeline used to say Addie does that no shit bad lie. Lie. Her no little, lie like, the little one said the same shit and I'm like how in the hell did that happen and Adeline didn't even say that anymore so it was like there's no way Nova could have heard Addie say that before and she said the exact same fucking line we were Look like, at this little pumpkin hell? head over here needing to be held and walked around. Oh, he's spoiled. All right, we're going to continue on. <clears throat> Wait, let's I talk about sleep the... Late cause my... Can we rewind just so... so I want to talk about the hook for a minute because she... she yeah, bro. She, Ooh, she That hook was amazing, oh, yeah. right? Bro. It was. Just that, that hook alone, man, that shit right there would just like... Yeah. Just give you chills, you man, know what I'm saying? that shit, bro. When, when she was that yeah. shit, I was like blown away, Fucking bro. Raw. Yeah. So yeah. did she hit... You, she asked if she could do... Because originally there was a different hook. She hit you up and she's like, hey, can I do my own hook? Did you work with her through that nope. process? She just, so it was a surprise, the yeah, whole thing? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Mace hit me up and was like, bro, I'm about to send you this. Tell me what you think. And blood, I fucking, talking about emotional. I was like, fuck. Let's play it again. Can, up, we, well can we try to find it? Chills. I was like, motherfucker, bro. Because I've heard the song before, but I feel like listening, because we're kind of critiquing it and breaking it down, I feel like now it's just hitting a little different. And It's always like that, man. Change my past But I've been running all my life as fast I can Been running away from the pain I caused It's hard to believe that I'm still standing here at all So I pray, I pray you forgive me now I pray you won't leave me now I pray you forgive me now. Man, she came yeah, through with like a uh, like a hit, right? Bro. That's like you know how we're always talking about them hooks, got it to get people's attention, man. Yeah, it's, that's it's, on shit. some in some uh, circumstances, it's unfortunate because verses could have crazy good lyrics. But the hook ain't good, so nobody even really, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, gets into it. She uh, came through with one of those ones that's like radio play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the hook is called a hook for a reason. It's supposed yeah. to hook people yeah. in. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if if you guys talked about it before I got here, but like, who who is that singer? Tatiana. She is fucking Bro, raw. You, got, you guys put raw. links in her or something? Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. raw, man. Shout out to yeah. her. That she's dope. crazy, man. That shit. And uh, humble. Bro, you go around her, you'd never yeah. think, like, it's a... Uh, like when we used to go up there when, uh, cause Mason, her and her sister moved up to Sacramento from New York. 
So we would go up there, man, and they would take sis and bear her. She would get sis and do her hair for her and take her to the park while me and Mace was in there trying to make music and shit. It was just like, bro. That's awesome, man. Solid yeah, good people. people. Good people. Huh? Hell yeah. Well, the hook is so good that it almost feels like you had to have helped her for her to match the to song capture. so well. Yeah. Yeah. There's like yeah. so much emotion in it yeah. that like she did so That's good why at I asked. I felt like putting there was that like, together. But Mace, Mace goes through a lot of the same shit that, that I go through as far as like the anxiety and the, the depression and all that type of stuff. So I feel like uh, I don't know if she goes through the same stuff, but I feel like Maybe no, being she around, does. she does. She has yeah. to, right? God that's damn, that's, that's exactly does. even yeah. being around somebody the you care she about. Chose, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was exactly what I was thinking. I was just about to say that shit. I'm like, you can tell when somebody, a musician or you know, poet, whatever, by the shit that they write. You can tell yeah. what's what they've oh, been I through. You know like what I mean? Large, you can a, a large portion of people that are attracted to art, whatever kind of yeah. form that they're attracted to, are attracted there for an escape. For sure. You know what I mean? For it's sure. like keeping, it, it gives them something to focus their energy on so their brain doesn't yeah. just fucking Go screw bananas. them. Yeah. For sure. She kind of says that when she says that she's been like running her whole yeah. life. Like that is so yeah. true. Like when she says that, I was like, holy shit. Cause you do, we were kind of just talking about that. Like, Prison, you had something to go to. Bruh, so when you get home, you were just trying to run from the, something. It's the highs and the lows. Imagine being in places in your brain that you're so uncomfortable with that you would rather do self-destructive things like go and get in trouble and, and go to prison. I, I, I did this uh, class one time that was called Courage to Change, right? And um, one of my Islander partners was running it, my partner Randy Brook or uh, Randy uh, Chastain. So they got us in there, and one of the, the counselors was like, what do you fear? And one of the dudes said, I fear uh, success. And the fucking... The counselor kind of laughed at him. But in my mind, I was like, bro, that shit hit home with me because I was like, in my brain, I was like, imagine growing up and having people say, oh, you're going to end up in prison. You know, you ain't going to amount to nothing. You're going to be just like your dad, whatever it may be, whatever negative things you keep hearing growing up. I'm not saying that everybody hears this, but I'm saying put yourself into a, a, the shoes of a kid that grew up hearing that type of shit. And then you find yourself like, and this dude was like, Man, every time I got close to doing something successful, he was he was like, I was going to um, USC, and he goes, and next thing you know, I'm going and I'm I'm robbing someplace, and he goes, and I kept thinking, man, what the fuck is going on? And he was like, I felt like I didn't belong, I I didn't deserve to be successful, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I fucking felt that shit, bro. I was like, man, it's like a, your subconscious mind plays fucking heavily into everything you do. So if you're, you, you find yourself in a room full of successful people and, you know, no matter how successful you may be or can be, you feel like you don't belong. Yeah. So you go and do some stupid shit just to pull yourself back to where you think that you do belong. Yeah. That's what they call that shit. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. I mean, like, this is the real thing. Like, you feel like you shouldn't be in that yeah. position that you're at. Like, this is it's, it's fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody around you is, like, a fucking actor and all this. Like, like nah, you don't belong there. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's told you you don't belong you there. You feel so. like you're an actor. Yeah, you like feel you, like yeah. you're faking yeah, this. Yeah, like, you're putting on this act. You're going to get caught any minute. <laughs> yeah. You don't really Every, have yeah. these abilities. Everybody's going to figure it out. Like, oh, this motherfucker ain't shit. No, yeah. Get him yeah. the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, that's, that's fucked. That is. That's fucked up. Yeah, she should be proud of that. That uh, That's good music, bro. Lyrics and bro, she's, she's dope. talented yeah, singing bro, like she's that. That was awesome. And it, like I said, man, like uh, whenever you find people that are like talented but are good people, it just makes their talent that much better. You know what I mean? Instead it's of like people being like that, like these motherfuckers that that become famous, they just turn rotten, yeah, right? Yeah, just, nah, just bad people. Hell of Hollywood and shit. Yeah. All right, let's hit it. I go to sleep late cause my dreams are a lie Wake up sleep deprived seeing shadows in the sky I'm tired of being scared, scared to live, scared to die Mama I go yeah, to sleep late cause my dreams are a lie That's exactly what you're saying heavy, I mean it's man. like it's that imposter syndrome yeah. like No fuck no I'm not you know I shouldn't be here you know what I mean Fuck I'd rather be asleep you know what I mean Sometimes man sometimes <clears> them <throat> lines and songs bro are so deep and you don't even realize it yeah. until years later man you got like, playing back and you gotta really man. listen to them was you saying you were saying you didn't want to go to sleep yeah. right you're like i go to sleep to stay... late because my dreams are a lie yeah, like i don't want to like... go to, i'm scared to go to sleep yeah mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, die. Mama told me I was special, but I'm scared that's a lie. My I know you guys want to talk about that. I tried to pause it. Am I crazy? Can you? Yeah, it oh, was. Nah, no, you should have. Yeah, you should have rewounded yourself. I'm tired of being scared, scared to live, scared to die. Mama told me I was special, but I'm scared that's a lie. Am I as crazy as I think? Is everybody like me acting out like they're better on purpose just to spite me? I wanna. Yeah, I had that shit put up for uh, a long time, dude. I had those lyrics put away, and it's it's always been cool when we work on music because you could write it to a beat. I would just like to write on my own or whatever. So I had that put up somewhere, and I thought it was like the the dopest way to say it, man, because we're all fucking scared to live, to really live, right? And and you're not gonna if that song's just playing, you're not gonna dig that deep into it. But so some and, people do though, bro, which is the beautiful thing about music, because some people decipher that shit they'll go bar mm -hmm. for bar for bar yeah. and just want to know like what you're feeling or what you're thinking because maybe their experiences are similar man yeah. but so for that one specific i was like man I'm, I'm tired of being fucking scared of every all these things you know like you're scared talking about the live, kids instead of you don't even get to enjoy your kid being born because you're scared of everything that's gonna go on now so yeah. I was like I'm tired of being fucking scared I want to be somebody that enjoys life so I'm like I'm tired of being scared uh, I'm scared to live for real but I'm also scared to die my mom told me I special but I'm scared that's a lie Bro, yeah that part me. gave like even when you just said it again gives me chills because I feel like that shit's deep anything with parents is always hard and feeling like like almost like my mom tells me I'm special, but I don't know if I'm living up to that. Right, like, right. I think she's even lying to me. Right. This is some motivational I thought, shit. I did think I was special till my mom told me that uh, Forrest Gump reminded her of me. So shit You're like, oh, I know I'm special. Oh, yeah. Special like that. I got it. And then I go, but I. What did I say? Oh, and then I go, am I as crazy as I think, or is everybody like me? And then, because you know, you feel like that. I was like, motherfucking. It, I'm going through all this shit all the time, man. Like feeling like I'm crazy and life's hard for me is why does everybody else look like it's fucking great? You know, are they doing this shit just to fuck with me? So check this out. Like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Um, it was a trip. Like I, I thought I, I was the only one like this, like, because I didn't talk to nobody about it. So I thought that nobody else was yeah. like this. I felt real isolated and shit. And then Jeff and this motherfucking IT guy, they started talking about it. They started, I don't know if you were taking the CBDs, but I know Jeff was for it. Yeah. And, then, and then he started talking about it. He's like, he's like, IT guy has it too. And I'm like, these motherfuckers have what I have? Yeah. Like, why didn't I know this before? Like, you know, it was a trip, man. And it made me feel better because oh, yeah. there's Hell other motherfuckers yeah. that are suffering yeah. too. Especially if they're people you respect. For right. sure. Then right. you're like, Fuck, like, oh, man. shit. Like, you going through the this same shit? shit happens yeah. to everybody. Because, yeah. because yeah. like you said, it made me feel like a pussy. Like, yeah. you know, this anxiety and being scared yeah. made me feel like a fucking pussy. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was scared of. Yeah. But I was scared. Yeah, I didn't like... So that was the thing, man. Like, I was going through this shit alone. Like, only motherfucker that yes. on the planet knew what I was going through yes. was my mom. Yeah. Yes. She, man, she had to take me to the hospital shit, sometimes. I didn't you know what I mean? Like, my mom. All kinds of shit. You know what I mean? So it was like, it, how it got to Jeff... Like, man, he was inviting me all this different shit. I'm like, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't fucking feel good, bro. Like, I don't want to go to this place. I don't want to do nothing. I want to stay at home. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to die or something. I mean, he's like, bro, me too. I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, fuck. the fuck are you serious? Like, like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, like I fucking my heart beats and I, I feel I feel chest pains. And shit. I'm like, dude, me too. And he's like, bro, what the fuck? He's like, I hey, thought I was crazy. I remember exactly where we were at when I found out because that fucking <laughs> shit touched me. Yeah. Man. We were in the fucking, the movies up by, uh, between Pinal and Hilltop, you know, that new movie theater. Uh, yeah, we yeah. were in the parking lot and that motherfucker started hitting that CBD and I'm like, why the fuck would you hit weed that don't get they you high? They don't got no weed in it. Yeah. And then, because I didn't know nothing about CBDs back then. And he's like, it's for my fucking, you know, depression and my anxiety. And I'm like, man, you got, you got that shit, man? Motherfuckers are, you got that shit too? You got that shit too? <laughs> Stepbrother shit, huh? Did we just <laughs> become best friends? <laughs> I got excited. And then he started talking about Eric yeah. had it too. And I'm like, no fucking way. And then, man. I You're started, like, can we start a group? I, yeah, <laughs> I started getting better, man, because. 
of this yeah. shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Because, when you when you yeah. feel like you're not the only one, bro, yeah. somewhere mentally that shit helps you. Because for like sure. I said in my life, we never talked about that. Uh-huh. That was never spoken about in but our bro, house. But bro, like I said, man, at what point while you're out there getting high, do you ever realize it? No, you don't. never. You don't. Fuck nah, no. that, yeah, that's the thing though too. Is like I was outgoing. Because yeah, you don't yeah. have a, you don't have a moment. You mean you're always you're pushing that you're shit down. You're either high, you're hungover. <laughs> you're getting ready to get high. Yeah, you're I like, was pushing all I that shit down. That's what it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Baron got down. He partied. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's crazy oh, as fuck, man. Hey, suck a dick. Like a suit. <laughs> we got Tommy Klein in the house ready to suck a dick. As you can <laughs> as you can hear, for sure. Now you just gonna hey, come Tommy here with, Tommy was on like the first episode. Oh. You're drinking a gay ass buzz ball. You're gonna have to stop. <laughs> he likes balls. All right, let's hit it. I wanna let go, my mind won't let me People laugh and have fun, I'm boiling over with envy Talking to my moms, I'm searching for answers Like, why'd you have Oh, that was it I'm gonna finish it, okay? Alright Won't let me, people laugh and have fun I'm boiling over with envy Talking to my moms, I'm searching for answers Like, why'd you have to die? Why can't they cure cancer? That's Mm. crazy, right? I'm talking to my moms, my moms is dead Yeah, (laughs) it's like. I do it all the time. Yeah. I, I like that line before though too, because like, am I as like, crazy as I think? Yeah, well, what it's like, it's like you know, kind of like relating back to what we were talking about. Like, you never know that some people are going through, it, and some people handle that shit better. You know what I mean? Like, some people are fucking struggling, but they they keep that straight yeah, face. Yeah, but on. it's like you they said a minute ago too. You're like, yeah, fuck, man. Everybody seems like they're doing fucking yeah. perfect. And you know what's bad right now is the social, social media, media shit, oh, bro. Yes. It's like everybody's dude, life's um, perfect, bro. I thought I, thought <laughs> yeah, I was is. a loser when I got dude, on that. Dude, so Kevin Gates, <laughs> Kevin Gates, I seen a little interview. That dude, he, he d- definitely puts a little extra on yeah. everything he does, but like every once in a while, that fool throws out gems, bro. Mm-hmm. He'll throw out, but he was like, no, I don't do social media. He goes, because then I find myself trying to keep up with people's highlight reel. Mm. He goes, because the only thing they're going to show you is their the high points. Yeah. They're not going to show you the real life struggles that they're mm-hmm. going through because nobody wants Why to see I? that. Yeah, exactly. See that negative shit. So fucking <laughs> social media is like I feel like the uh, de- depression and anxiety, the divorce, the fucking nobody being happy is because of this social media shit. Everybody's worried about what the next motherfucker's doing, and they'll sit there and scroll through these people's life, watching nothing but good things happen, and be start questioning their life. Fuck, my life uh. is fucked. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to do. You know, you can sit on that motherfucker all day and you God, see nothing bro. but people just fucking traveling, doing Fuck some yeah. great yes. things. Yes. You know, and there was, there was a moment there, too, where I was like, I wanted to fucking be the opposite of that. Like, I'm telling people, like, my fucking depression's fucked up. And I had people like, man, why are you all so fucking negative all the time? I was like, man, fuck you, dude. Because yeah. everything I see on this here is, reality. is positive. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, motherfuckers need to see that shit too. Like, it ain't all fucking butterflies and roses, motherfucker. Like, life sucks. I got you know what I mean? Life sucks sometimes, bro. You got to be real about that yeah, shit. You ain't lying. I started getting into social media in 2011. And I got on there, man, and I felt like a complete fucking loser. I th- and I was, I was going through my depression. <laughs> That's real, heavy. bro. And, and and I stopped using and fucking, so I needed like an outlet and everybody was on Facebook, it was. And I'm fucking on Facebook and I'm just thinking, I'm seeing these people's lives and they're traveling and they're they're doing these things. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting here depressed, I'm a fucking loser. Oh yeah, that shit, home, that shit hits home for me though, because you see these bitches on this motherfucker, dudes too, yeah. cupcaked up with their love. Oh, this is the love of my life, I got the best dude ever. And then fucking, you're talking to somebody else. And then, oh yeah, oh, they're my DMs. Over exactly. <laughs> yeah. she was, I just seen her at so-and-so's house. You're oh, like, and then, love of my life, huh? What the fuck? <clears throat> hey, and then I fucking started seeing that, like fucking... Um, like knowing motherfucker, like I know this motherfucker. He's lying. <laughs> I yeah, know this motherfucker. Yeah. I know this. Rama's yeah. feeling like he caught motherfuckers in a lie. I exactly. seen that exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, it's all fake. The bitch that takes the, the fat bitch that takes the picture from the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking come on, yeah. man. They, 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 man, I caught on. I started catching these. But a things. lot of people follow only famous people too, man. So you I don't even fa- get to fucking. You don't get to to know how it really is. No, like, I, I don't follow. You know, or any people that fake people. like they're famous. I started know? following Mar- Margot Robbie because Jay told me to. Like you know, she's hot bitch. She's hot bitch. Yeah. That's <laughs> so all I, I talk follow, about. I follow her <laughs> because I think, of that. Um, the part about your mom too. It's so true because even like a lot of people pray to. Um, like God and stuff. And I always found myself praying to my grandma. 
Like, when I was going through a hard thing, instead of being like, I mean, I know I should, but, like, God, please help me. I'm like, Grandma, please help me get through this. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's who I always went to. That's Thomas, dope, we can hear every single thing you're saying. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas! And then he walks in front of the camera. I know. <laughs> fucking doughhead. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but it's so true. Like you, I feel like sometimes you might talk to someone more after they pass. As fucked up as that sounds, like I still talk to my mom. I still in the shower, especially when I'm alone. Not your mom, but you talk to my mom too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right, let's hit it. (sighs) I'm in that cancer, depressing my family. And what about my kids? Are they better? Well, I can't change my. Change my past But I've been running all my life as fast I can Been running away from The pain I caused It's hard to believe that I'm still standing here at all So I pray I pray you forgive me now I pray you won't leave me now I pray you forgive me now. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Imagine being somewhere mentally where you think your kids would be better off with a, a different role model or whatever. Yeah, somebody that that's not a good. It's space, like fucking man. father envy. You know, you'd be looking at these other motherfuckers that bringing their kids doing. Everything, Everything. Yeah. and then you're just like looking at your poor kids, like motherfucker. God, I just yelled at these dudes for nine hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, now, now, I, now I hop on social media, and so and so is at Disneyland, and fucking so and so is at somewhere else, and I'm just like motherfucker, yeah. man. That's that's the thing though, too. Same conversation, you yeah. know what I mean? Like they put on this front, like great fucking parents doing an amazing job, but they be the ones at home with fucking. Kids are scared shitless of them when they come in the door, type yeah. shit. You know what I mean? It's like, or just are on their tablets all day long. Yeah, or just, yeah. I was scared shitless when my dad walked in the door. <laughs> I thought that was how it was supposed to be. Oh, yeah, shit. Dad, come home, you fucking get your shit together and you get right, because yeah. like I said, you'll catch one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's different, man. It's, it's all about like perspective, man. Yeah. You know, and I think it's like we, we focus so much on comparing our situation, our lives to other people without putting in perspective that like we ain't the fucking same you know what i mean our situations ain't the same our paths ain't the same like everything is so much fucking different you know what i mean it's like trying to compare yourself to that shit is like you know you, you got to take that moment back and be like you know what not nah, fuck i'm doing a lot better than i could yeah hell yeah you know what i mean i could be it could be a fucking lot worse situation than what it is right now you know what i mean and that's and it was. to celebrate that you know what i mean you got to celebrate those moments too more than fucking anything Look at you now. You're bringing the kids podcast in. Let me, you got the little woman out. Let me bring her out. Let's get her over here in this video. The little mom? Sauce, pass me this little woman over here. Oh, yeah. And it also kind of goes to show, like, how scared of the unknown you are. Because you were talking about... Is she, is she having it? She's like, look at this dude's face. She's like, my sister colored on this dude's face. <laughs> Look at her face. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, it's probably the bright lights. Huh? Hey, little woman. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Hey, little woman. It shows, like, how scared of you, how scared of the unknown you are. Because you said, like, when you first got locked up, your first thought was, I want to have kids. Am I going to be able to have kids? And then you finally had kids. And your new fear was, am I raising them right? Am I doing this right? Am I the good dad right? for them? Yeah, like. Yeah. It just keeps going, man. It's like some people's brains. But like, uh, I don't know if it was Jay or if it was my partner, Brian. Somebody told me like uh, being like um, a positive thinker or something or like uh, being happy is a practice, man. It's not like something that you just say, okay, today I'm going to be happy. It's like oh. you, you got to try to work at it. Like, bro, imagine how long. And how repetitive it was for us to get to a point where almost all of our thoughts are bad thoughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I feel changes, like you could reverse man. that somehow. Like, um, I read the, the original Chicken Soup for the Soul. And, bruh, that shit, like, helped me. I was in, like, um, real, real, I was doing time and I was in a real dark place, man. And uh, that Chicken Soup for the Soul, bro, like, 
lifted me up in major ways, bro. So, but I should have, I should have tried to stay consistent with it or whatever and kept trying to think of good things, but. Man, it's, it's like it working go. out or something, bro. Like, uh, I don't think people look at it like that, but what if it's hard like that? Like, you got to to stay healthy and be yoked and, yeah, you know, yeah, be you all gotta, looking yeah, good. That, you, that makes You sense. don't go to the gym one time. Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck, bro. You got to yeah, work at that. Yeah, it's, it's something it's that, that takes practice, yeah. man. You know, I think also, too, man, it's like, you know, we always compare ourselves, like, you know, just always comparing ourselves. <laughs> and, like, when we have, you know, parents that – fucking have fucked up past all this type of shit we always like damn what if i end up on the same shit you know what if i do the same thing you know what i mean like i always think of that shit like i don't have kids but in the future i'm like well fuck what if some some way somehow i end up being like my real dad you know what i mean like be somewhere you know what i mean it's hard to not think like that because you're just fucking you know you're constantly thinking of those kind of things be somewhere uh in a good place mentally when you when you take that (laughs) that step and i also think um like how much fear can set you back i remember when you first started talking to your woman now casey you texted me and or it might have been an in-person conversation first and you were like i met this really good girl but like i'm scared i don't know if i'm gonna do it and i was like uncle you can't be fucking scared and then it eventually went to text messages and i remember i told him if you were scared of an earthquake your whole life that you hid under a table and never got out you would ruin your whole fucking life and never experience anything it's fucking hard, date the man. woman, and it's if you hard. fucking get heartbroken, you get heartbroken. But at least you lived the fucking life. I heard Dude. you handle that like a pimp, though. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I handle everything like a pimp. <laughs> he did, though. Look at him now. He goes from talking all this vulnerable shit, then he's like, no, I handle everything like a pimp, man. <laughs> Except for anxiety and depression. You know, I battle with that, with everything else I got. <laughs> nah, but uh, I remember thinking one time, I was like, you know, somebody will tell you, don't ever go down that road. There's bad people down that road. So you grow up thinking, man, I can't go down that road. But at some point in your life, you get this urge to go down that road. And that urge is your destiny. But other people's words stuck in your head. So instead of going and finding what, what you're like calling in life is for, you avoid it and go to another road. And you're just wandering aimlessly, up. man. So it's like... You can't always listen to what other people say, man. You gotta, you gotta have courage to do what courage, your heart's bro, telling you, you to do. That's hard, though, man. Hell yeah, that's, that's why nobody hard. does it. That's why. Listen, motherfuckers will praise you while you're a drug dealer. Yeah. Motherfuckers will praise you while they're snorting coke with you. Try to start a rap group. Try to do a podcast. Oh, Every single motherfucker that you go around and saying you're, you're wasting your time. What Just, are you fucking doing? You're too old for this. You're too what? It's like fuck, bro. Every negative thing you could think of, but go and, and go and face life sentence fucking risks. Go do stupid shit, and these motherfuckers will be right there encouraging you, Except when you get pumping you up. up. Yeah, and then they'll forget about yeah. you. But the the point is what I'm saying is motherfuckers are scared to do anything out of the norm. They they think the norm is getting up at five in the morning, driving to work, getting off work, coming home, eating, and going to bed. So anything outside of that. It's like, I don't know if it's intimidating Risky for them or whatever, but they're, it's like, bro, I never felt so much fucking um, negativity. And I don't want to know. I don't want to say if it's animosity, but I never felt like the weird feelings I feel when I started making music. It was like, fuck, fuck are you doing, man? You fucking 45 years old rapping all of a sudden. It's like, motherfucker, what are you doing? You ain't done nothing with your life, but went to work your whole entire life, bro. If you think getting the next man rich is living life, then you got fucking issues, bro. And it would be the same people that when you finally do reach your goals, they're like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I believed in you the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) I knew it was going to happen for you, man. That's your number one fan. I kind of have this thing like, uh, I'm not a big risk taker. You guys probably didn't know that. About <laughs> what? I'm, what? I'm this is big, new. And I and I get it. I, I I think I get it from my father because he wasn't. He was that work, work, work constantly. Yeah. I mean, the motherfucker worked on his day off. He worked, work, work, and never took a risk. Never, never bought that house he wanted wherever because he was already settled here, man. And I'm I'm scared that I'm falling into that. You know what I mean? That not not living. You, in you know where the fruit just, is. On the high branches. South there on the limb, bro. That's right. You ain't going to get the fruit fucking 
holding on to the you root. You ain't gonna get the fruit if you ain't skydiving. I it's told like Jay that. Right. Remember yeah. I told you Hell that shit? yeah. That's Listen. when we went and wrote the, the song. Or, well, we had some... We went to that trap house Fuck to make yes. a song. So I told... I, I was scrolling through social media, and a friend of mine, Tim McCain, posted, go out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. And I was sitting back in the in-law unit, and I was like... God damn, man, that's deep, bro. That's basically telling you can't you can't sit on the safe zone for your whole life if if you want to feel that feeling of being able to fly, man. Of yeah, of taking a chance, taking man. a fucking chance. And I told Jay, I was like, man, you want to? I said we can't sit here and wait for time no more, man, because this shit's like hit and miss. And I feel like we gotta just like start branching out. And he was like, well, if if you get there, whatever. Uh, and it's cool. Let me know. And I, I think I responded with, you, you hit me with the little uh, fucking. If you want the fruit, you got to go out on the limb. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so so, I, grabbed, so I grabbed some shrooms and a drink. And I fucking learned <laughs> how to. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I learned how to and had a hell of a night. And I learned man. how to rap a, on a beat that you night. Did. That fucking night, man. I went home because we did the first you verse. You learned how to write on a beat. Right? I learned. I went home and wrote the fucking second verse to that shit. Up. Fucking hype, bro. I was like, because I never thought I'd be able to do it. Yeah. Well, before we end, do you have anything that you want to say to any listeners about um, like any getting through anxieties and depressions or anything you just want them to know? Nah, it's hard, song? man. It's like, uh, I don't have no advice, but I just, like the message I felt like we could get out from here is like everybody goes through shit, man. It's like, don't think that uh, when you're going through this shit that you're different than everybody else because it happens to everybody. Yeah. And then it happens to the people that you least expect it. Yeah. The person that you think is the strongest that doesn't go through shit is probably suffering the most. For sure. Well, and then there's some basics, man. Like, uh, fucking everybody just wants that shit to go away, bro. Like anything else, you, you got to work at a little bit. Go out in the fucking like sun. Like I was saying, man, yeah. Go out in the sun. Practice. Walk. Don't just sit up in your room. I'm. That's, that's I tell the I kids did. this shit all the time, man. Depression and that shit, bro, that shit will make you want to do everything that is what you shouldn't do. Yep. You won't want to talk to people. You won't want to yeah. go do anything. It fucking, dude, It it like... It's unfortunate because all the things you need to do, interact, exercise, get sunlight, mm. you don't want to do any of those things. That, so you got to force yourself. Get to out of your comfort things. zones, man. Go out on the fucking limb. Go skydiving. Yeah. Do like my boy takes. Sauce is going to do this next time around. <laughs> he can't wait, you guys. He's been excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, stay tuned for Mighty Boy's album coming out and his single releases. There's going to be one on the 17th and one on the 18th. Yeah. So yeah. stay tuned yeah, for it. We appreciate you. Any shout outs, anybody? We got Jeffro and Java. We got that live show and, coming and up. And Tatiana, too. Right? too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout oh, out hell to Tatiana. Yeah. Tatiana, man, we like that. That's good music. My right shout there. out is um, we're all going to Tahoe for Jay's birthday. So get a room, get a ticket, come on down. Um, and then the following weekend on the 26th, which is a Saturday, we're doing our live show. You can either buy a ticket on Venmo or you can buy a ticket um, at the doors. So come to that. And Maddie Boy will be shooting a video thereafter and we'll be opening nice. us up. That's going to be it's cool. going down. I think Shout both of Jay. those weekends, man. I think the B day, I think there's going to be a porn shoot that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you at your horniest. Come on, Jay. Shout out to Dre for always doing our videos. Yeah, yeah. And Shout out to Dre, man. He's doing a, um, a hol That's holiday shoot special. So if you guys want your holiday Christmas pics for your nice. family or couples, yeah. hit him up. That's the Black Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh my That's God. Right. Eric, any shout outs? Shout out. <laughs> um, shout out to my grandma and my grandpa, your mom and dad. Yeah. I feel like they have a lot of um, inspiration for your music. Yeah, of course. All right. Anything else? I appreciate y'all for having me. <laughs> Shout out my barber, dog. I talk to yeah. myself because nobody else will. Nobody will understand. You won't fucking get it, no matter how I try. Stuck in this hopelessness, I'm anxious to die.